Hey, it's all about quality, not about quantity, right? Let's get back to another round of Bruise Day Tuesday with Drez and Big Nate. We do a little bit of both here on the Bruise Day Show. It is a special Tuesday brought to you by the Cellar Restaurant and Six Pack Store where all these beers potentially can be found. I feel like I didn't get them too long ago, so some of these might still be there on the shelves. I'm looking forward to going out there uh, this coming weekend and see what else Mikey's got. What are you looking at? Don't destroy that label. That's going on the door. You like this one? All right. I do. Well, this label that he's really loving is from Fat Orange Cat, which always has a bunch of fun little cat-themed artwork. And it's this one's called You Had Me at Meow. And it is a sour ale with papaya. Mm. You like papaya? I do. It also has... I, I, I hope I'm pronouncing this word right. Tiatine lime? T-A-H-I-T-I-A-N lime. Is it Tahitian? Yes. That's the word that I just pronounced correctly. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> Alfonso mango. So we got some mango, some lime, and papaya. And fat orange cat. Oh, there I see it. As we have learned and I have brought up before, is one of the 12% beer so this one is brewed up there in new haven connecticut distributed by 12 percent, but they uh they throw the fat orange cat moniker on there 5.7 percent abv fat orange cat does a lot of good ipas but they also have throw in a sour every now and then so i'm looking forward to giving this one a try and seeing how it goes i'm guessing it's going to go down pretty good now this is a very exciting round i've got the uh did you say the abv on that I may have missed it. 5.7. All right. Well, mine wins in that category. Yep. This is the uh, Key Lime on Acid. It's a flavored Imperial Sour Whit Beer. Blue Mountain Barrel House Series. So it comes from Blue Mountain Brewing with the, uh, it's part of their Barrel House Series, which they give a little info about, if you don't know, it's a line of specialty beers from the Blue Mountain Production Brewery known as the Barrel House, which is just down the road from their original facility. Barrel House Brewery also resides in Nelson County, Virginia. And uh, how, how convenient. Yes, very convenient. So now when I first looked at that label and I saw that it was an Imperial Sour, the first thing I did was turn to look to see what the ABV was. And I thought I saw something that said 9.4. Didn't it? It's, it's a pint and 9.4% or 9.4 fluid ounces. But the ABV so, is 8%. So it's a, so it says pint and 9.4 fluid ounces? Because to me, that looks like a 16-ounce can. It does. So I'm confused. So is it 16, which is a pint, plus 9.4 ounces? I'm a bit... Uh, is it just 9... Is it smaller? No, that's the same. It's a normal, like, pounder can. We're doing a... Compare, contrast. 16 fluid ounces. This is one pint. And that's this labeled... This a pint. Does it say... What a, is this? Like some Willy Wonka... Oh, no, if you look at them, the, the circumference on this one is bigger, just by a little bit. Bigger? So, that's, so that is a pint? So a pint is 16 ounces, right? Or is it a different pint? Because I know that that's also a relative term, like the pint over in Europe is different than what we consider a pint here. But, they, I mean, they're in Virginia, so they can't be using some sort of... So it should be 16 ounces. So it says, it says a pint and... 9.4. That's one pint... Comma nine point four fluid ounces. 
So is it trying to say 9.4 ounces is a pint or is it saying it's a pint plus 9.4, i.e. 22, which is definitely not that big? No, it's, it, yeah, no. I, that's got to be a label typo. It's got to be a typo or something. Because, yeah, I was good. When, when I brought it in, I was like, what was that 9.4 I saw? And you're like, oh, that's the ounces. Okay, okay. And then I'm like, wait a minute. That doesn't make that's sense That's not either, nine yeah. ounce can. It doesn't add up. I, I'm, that's, I, I got to call somebody. 8. ABV is... Uh, Either way. Yeah, you got a good ABV on that solid. one. Uh, ignore the... Uh, I'm assuming that's just a 12-ounce can so, or 16-ounce can, so ignore that. It should just oh, be... Oh, as soon as we get off the air, I'm, I'm refilling this with water and putting it in a measuring cup to determine how many ounces it actually is. And uh, like the original, this variation on our raspberries on acid is also an imperial wit beer brewed with oats, barley malt, orange peel, and coriander soured in the kettle with lactobacillus bacteria. And that probably answers our kettle sour question is so they just where put, the where the sour souring happens. Where the sour okay. You put it in a kettle to do that, I guess. All right. Yeah. And uh like a tea kettle. Complemented with light hopping for a bigger than normal and pleasantly sour wheat ale. So all right. we'll see. I don't know. I mean to me, usually I would grab that one because it's the Imperial, but you said you like key lime, and it's got like a key lime pie, which is close to a birthday cake on it or whatever. I don't know. It smells like a key lime pie. I got a feeling this one might be better, though, than that one. Who knows? It's it's probably just because I'm biased with Fat Orange Cat and 12%, and I know the mm. sort of quality that they can put out. Is it super tart? No. No? Okay, that's good. I mean, it tastes like a key lime pie. Okay. Well, then that's really which good. Which is pretty wild. But 8% beer? This wow, is, this is nice. weird. All right. I like that. I like that. Well, getting back to it. So this is the double birthday show because in just a couple days, it will be, in theory, knock on wood, a double birthday for you. So first things first, now I don't know if you participate in this tradition of when the birthing process happens, and I'm sure it's probably a dying tradition, but because I am a bit of a cigar guy, Ooh. I do have a, a, a nice little birthday cigar for you. I don't know if you, I'm guessing you probably don't really dabble with cigars or anything. I like cigars. All right. Well, I'm a huge fan of Gurkha. Yeah. That is kind of my go-to cigar brand because they're usually fairly reasonably priced. They're quality. There's some that can be really, really good where you get them with the wax dipped in the tube where it's like a, you know, bourbon infused or whatever sort of deal. But this is just a good all around cigar that you can light up. And puff on for a little bit and don't feel like you need to, you know, smoke the whole thing or anything because it's nothing too fancy, but should be a good, nice birthday celebratory cigar. It's probably been a year or so since I've had a cigar, so uh, excited. Now, I could be wrong, but you probably can't light that up in the hospital waiting room any longer. No, uh, that's that's a no-go. You can give it a try. It's close to an exit. I actually don't know what their uh, their smoking policies are there. I, I mean, know, I know back in the day they definitely had like smokers rooms because one of the rooms at the hospital that used to be that is now like the doctor and nurses break room. I wonder if because I mean it's so we are so far removed from smoking indoors now that I w- I wouldn't be surprised if there aren't even no smoking signs there in you, hospitals anymore. I mean, there used to be a smoking section on airplanes. Oh, yeah. Oh, like, for sure. People, everybody used to smoke Recycled air. Can you imagine? But I would be interested. I, I, you know, 
I don't want you to get in trouble or anything, but feel free to go ahead and light that up in the in the We're gonna test it. Because they would probably it'd be just funny to see the reaction. People would just be so blown away that you did that and be like, wow, people actually think that this is okay. How quickly would it take for you to get yelled at? That was and a, be told to uh, put it out. There was a moment in the office. Uh, uh, Michael tried to smoke a cigar in the hospital at uh, the birth of Pam and Jim's baby. And like a nurse in me is like, you can't smoke in here. He's like, you can't smoke anywhere these days. <laughs> Feel free to give that a, a shot. Oh, we'll test him. Okay. And then as far as, you know, that's, that's for the other birth. This is the other kind of birthday Ooh. for you. I was I was wondering about the uh, the wrapping paper. You can watch video. on Facebook Live or YouTube, yeah. but I'll try and describe what uh, he's we'll, opening. We'll, here. we'll go ahead and we'll give you some uh, ambient noise. This is just a, a little fun a little fun dilly for the oh for the hell daddy yeah! This would be handy for uh, grilling and uh, so this is feeding babies. So this is a nice uh, beer belt here, and it's got a it's got a nice little uh, Scottish plaid there to it, but. Essentially, you know, you slap that around your your waistband, and I think does it hold a whole six pack? It holds. That doesn't say the quantity. We'll on go the ahead. Front, no, but oh. The picture, the picture is six. Six. So yeah, so we're you gonna, can strap. You can basically strap a six pack to your uh, stomach. I don't know how practical it really is, but uh, it should look pretty sweet. So it's it's funny. There's they also like for newborns and younger babies. They have these. Uh, Carriers where you strap the baby to your chest. So basically, like I could do my whole parenting experience well, just you completely and hands you know, free. One or two of those could go to like a you know a baby bottle. bottle, and then you know you could have your beer bottles in some of them as well. So you can just sort of mix and match and do what you will. And I do indeed have a six pack in my fridge that goes with oh. it. I know we're doing the sours here, but it's your your go to IPA uh, that I have for oh. you. So oh boy, so there you go, man. This is handy. This is fashionable. Very, I like the. I like the. Uh, very the practical. Very practical. <laughs> oh, but I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to go higher if I'm sitting down, which mm -hmm, you mm -hmm. have to do a lot with the baby because your arms get tired. Yeah. So. Well, thank you, baby number three, man. So you ready for? I mean, is it going to be just the same? Because I mean, your other ones are. The other two are still pretty young as well, so it's probably just going to be the same. Is it really? Does it switch up the routine a whole lot when it's like a newborn? I guess for a little while. So our strategy. I mean, at this point, we can talk, and we have talked a great deal. The, the wife and I. The strategy at the at the onset. It's going to be me with the other two because I mean that's that, kind of yeah that makes sense. Every day, a lot of the time is I'm the one getting them up ready for school and stuff, and then she's her complete focus is going to be on the uh, the newborn, and then we're going to see and adapt from there. But fair enough. I think a lot of it at this point, like you said, is kind of. It's kind of old hat. I think uh, this is the first time we've had a newborn, a, a child this young in our new house. Mm -hmm. And I think there's going to be a lot more luxury available to us as a result of that. Makes That's what sense. I'm hoping. Makes sense. So how does it work? Do you have like a crib in y'all's bedroom to start? Is that how that? Well, and we did like, with- And are the other two, do they share a bedroom? They share a bedroom. Okay. Yeah. Uh, they're- damn near inseparable, which is really nice. And I hope that keeps up throughout their lives. But no, uh, it, it'll be a bassinet in our room. I think Evie was in the bassinet a little longer, but it's close to a year that they're like in the room with us. And mm. then they switch to their crib and, you know, can kind of sleep unattended with blankets and pillows and stuff. So uh, it'll be, be crowded, but we got, we, I mean, that's really good because uh, I still haven't painted the walls in the uh, room that's going to be the new baby's room. 
So yeah, so I'm trying painting. I, I've I've been to your house numerous times, but I've never actually been upstairs. Is there is there three bedrooms upstairs? Three bedrooms okay. upstairs, yeah. Okay. So it'll be Yeah. Well, okay. Yeah. I guess y'all can figure all that out. It'll work. <laughs> Make that work. It, it it'll work. We've 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 planned accordingly. It's gonna be because uh, we just took finally now they're in full on beds, the kids are in the room they share. Got the cribs out of there and Spacing-wise, it works. They got sweet bunk I, I beds. Could, if if I could convince Cindy to go along with bunk beds, we would. Maybe they're have. maybe they're, they're a little too young, too young right now. for bunk beds. Yeah. I think Evie would be like all aboard with being on the top bunk. Oh man, the problem is nothing the sweeter night, than a bunk bed when well, you're a kid. I'd hear her jump out of it, acting like nothing was fine. Cindy's panicking, so yeah, bunk beds are a bit off. Mm. What do you want of those sweet race car beds? You remember those? Oh man, yeah. Like, not for the kids, for me. Yeah, I was going to say, they must make adult-sized ones of those, because oh, sure. surely there's a market for that. That's That feels like something that would have been in, like, uh, um, you know, Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Like, I'm shocked, like, he didn't have a race car bed. Well, one, uh, it was the- uh, Cam. What was it? Um, Grandma's Boy. Didn't- That's right. Yeah. Uh, what the hell's his name? I, I don't know. The, the, I can't remember the character's name, but uh, the guy, the, the dude- I, I know exactly the blonde hair. He's in like all of the yeah. Happy Madison productions. Oh man, what the hell is his name? Crazy. But yeah, he's got a sweet bed, and he calls his parents his roommates. Yeah, hey, well, I mean, you have to sell it like that if you're trying to pick up chicks, which I vaguely remember he was. That was a great movie. Yeah. Uh, uh, I'm, now I'm even looking at him, and I was going to say that should definitely remind me of uh, what the dude's name is. <sighs> That's going to drive me crazy. He's a funny guy. It starts with an N or something. Or one of, Is it Nick Swartzen? Nick Swartzen. Thank you. Thank Finally you. got it. That's got to be it. I, I, I don't even, I'm not even going to look it up to confirm that. Blonde hair. I'm quite certain that that's correct. It's Nick Swartzen. Yes, 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 yes. But yeah, he's got the race yeah. car. He's got the race car bed. And then that's got to be something that's mass produced. There, there are enough, I mean, people who buy ridiculous things like that, that it's got to exist. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it may be one of those scenarios where it's not even like the intended purpose. It's probably for people who uh, don't progress mentally as as fast as other people. Fair enough. But you've got the the rich nerds who live alone and spend their money on that. That's yeah. that's my theory. So yes, you uh, you're going to embark on this nice little uh, third go of having a child. So unfortunately, that means you're leaving us for a little bit. You get yeah. paternity leave, mut- paternity leave. That's the father, and maternity yeah. is the mother. Correct. That makes sense. And and Papa, the, mo- the mother, rightfully so, gets gets longer time off, but that's okay. How long does uh, she get? You're getting you're getting a week and a half. That's not too bad, right? Yeah, I say vacation time. Yeah, but uh, oh, uh-huh. the thing I'm most looking forward to. Outside of, you know, the birth of our child and having a new child is the uh, whole situation where you're in the hospital for like three days and you don't have to clean things and they also cook for you and bring you the food. Is that including leading up to or after she gets That's birth? Usually you're there for birth. three days. That's pretty standard, three yeah. days. I didn't know that at all. I would think, you know, they send you packing. You can leave early, but we've not done that yet. And I don't think we're doing that this time because nice. three days to like really get acclimated and if. You know, catch up on yeah. sleep and make sure everything's okay. Hmm. I'll take those three days. So is that three days that you're there as well, or you're having to go home at night? No, I stay there. You and you're just like in the chair. They have a, they give you a bed. They have a fold out. Oh, so I mean, right, it's it, not they're bad. not bad. It's it's gotten decent sleep in the the hospital. The worst part isn't the bed; it's the uh, 
staff coming in at like all hours of the night mm. to check on everyone. Mm-hmm. Which, I mean, that's what they're there for, so I get it. But So you're not really catching up on sleep. It's like, leave me the hell alone, I'm sleeping. Trying to. That was an interesting one. I'm not going to get anyone in trouble because I don't think I've said the name of the hospital. During We had Evie, our daughter, during the pandemic. Mm. So there was like a masking policy, and for me to be there, I had to have a mask Sleep on. in a mask? Uh, well, no, I didn't have to sleep in a mask. Their rule was like, anytime we come in, just pretend like you're sleeping. So it's like the middle of the day, uh. like I've got narcolepsy. <laughs> I'm just <laughs> laying down on this couch to not get anyone in trouble. Oh, that's, oh, all I'm right. Like, you don't really have to like be that dedicated to committing. It's like, well, I mean, I'm not like laying down on the floor. God, no. Well, plus if you, if you're there and you haven't even left and you got, did you do a COVID test? Yeah. I would imagine. So then, you know, uh, some some of those policies. I mean, and, and I think that was their whole thing with the like pretend like you're sleeping was like this is it's ridiculous. Some of these so policies. Much, so many policies were outrageous and just you had to be tested two times leading up to going in and then tested again when you get there. So yeah, I was pretty sure I didn't have it. No. At least then. Uh well, I was gonna say I'm glad those times are behind us, but who knows what what's going on over in China now. I'm sure that'll come our way and it'll be another batch of fun. But that's a topic for a different day. We're celebrating and having a double birthday here on Bruce Day Tuesday and a double round of sours. How is your key lime imperial what's it called exactly? Key lime on acid. Key lime on acid going imperial, down. Imperial sour wit beer. And uh man, it tastes just like key lime pie. This is delicious. There's not a lot of tartness to it. I think you're gonna really like this one, but I'm I'm intrigued because I also think what you said might be true about you liking the uh, fat orange cat one more. <clears throat> well, the, the leg up this has is the higher ABV. Yeah, I, I got it. Well, now that now that how after you've untapped that and described that, which by the way, that's how we like to rate our beers, the untapped app, pretty free, pretty awesome. You can friend us on there. George Drinks is my handle. Big Nate Danger uh, across from me here on the untapped thing. So I said that before you you gave me the rundown, the fact that it's not too sour, it's more on the sweet and tastes like key lime pie with an 8% ABV. I think I probably will like that one more. Now, that's mm-hmm. not to say that this is bad. Basically, I mean, if you're watching on the Facebook Live or the YouTube, just like the other ones, it's it's juice. This is this is practically straight up juice. You wouldn't think this tastes like beer, which is probably why uh, it'd be right up BB's alley. I mean, you got papaya, you got the lime, you got the mango, you got the, how did I pronounce it? Taya. Tahitian, Tahitian, Tahitian. The word, um, an Alfonso mango. I don't know what makes it Alfonso, but that's the name of the guy who harvested it. I was was saying when I think Alfonso, I think Alfonso Jones from middle school. But either way, man, I mean, this is again fat orange cat and twelve percent. They're not brewing bad beers, so this is definitely something that you like if this is up your alley. Again, it's not super sour, so it's actually decent on my palate. Now that being said, you know. It's not amazing. It's not what I look for in beer, but still pretty drinkable, pretty good. Four and a quarter. I'll give the fat orange cat. You had me at meow, which I guess that's the other gift from me. You can throw this up on your door if you like the label enough to do so. So I do, and I'm going to. All right, Nate. Well, best of luck with the little one. Uh, give Cindy our best. Hope everything goes well over the next uh, you know couple days and and there forward. And of course, I'm looking forward to meeting little Lemmy. Uh, That's right. When the time comes, we need to we need to. Oh, good lord! I got to make sure we our motorhead onesie is washed. Yeah, yeah, you do. Oh, damn! You got time. You got yeah. time. 
So, all right. Well, that's a wrap on Brews Day. Nate, uh, good luck. I guess we'll see you in a little while or whenever you do finally come around (laughs) back to the station and we'll get the, we'll get the rundown. With that being said, I guess I'm going to have to have a, uh, a guest host for the next week or two and we will, uh, divulge that in the not so distant future, but it should be good. Bye guys. We'll keep your seat warm. Uh, that's a wrap on Bruce Day Tuesday. We'll take a quick break. We'll get back with the tunes right here on 105.3 The Bear. Stick around.